everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Your headphones. Oh, crying out loud. Base, Alex, explain why. That is a horrible, horrible sound. Quickly put them in. It's so. Hello. Oh. oh, that's a dream. Right, so let me explain oh. why this is so problematic. Okay. So basically, Tell when I join all. on my laptop, and I, when I'm on my laptop, it won't, it doesn't let me join. It's like it yeah. just doesn't even, yeah, just a nightmare. So I have to do it on my phone, but then in order to give my phone enough battery life to get through the whole thing, I have to plug it in. So I that's know, why you should like see the setup anyway. I've got. It's like laptop, phone a big portable plug thing is crazy well now we're, if we're going if we're really doing this like if we're really going live into the facebook group i will make sure that i have it all set up because i never know if we're doing zoom skype whatever I know. it's very confusing isn't it maybe yeah. we should do a poll like who actually cares that it's live who enjoys the lives and who just wants it on i zoom. enjoy the lives though i like it when it's live um yeah me too what headphones do you use these are the beats uh ones they're really good but sometimes only one of them works and it's really annoying <laughs> uh i've got airpods what are you on pods yeah yeah these are brilliant but like everyone i know who's got them says the same thing that sometimes only one of them works so it's clearly some kind of techie malfunction hmm. okay ready hmm. for a question yeah, let's do it, babe. Is it normal to feel unwell approximately 24 hours after a heavy workout? Unwell as in feverish, cold, super tired, and of course, sore muscles. Um, well, the, the last point, yes. Um, especially if you're doing something new. Feverish, not, not well, not good. No, that's not that normal. Um, I find sometimes that with like HIIT training specifically, um, in the hours after, people can feel like very, very tired or ravenously hungry, which is why I really try and make sure that the people aren't training like that every day. Even James, I argue with him about it all the time. Like he he trains himself in that fitness capacity every day, and he it's not good for him at all. Um, other than that, no, it's not normal, Emma. Yeah, I would say that you're probably under the weather, mm. and that like sometimes a workout can like push that on a little bit. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if something was brewing, then you do a workout and then it's just so much worse. Yeah, um, But it sounds like you're just like a bit a... under the weather. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think maybe take a couple consecutive days off training. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, okay, this one's not a question, but so lovely. And, and as I was waiting for you, I just got a little bit of emotion reading it. <clears throat> so this one is from Ms. Michelle, who says that joining the EC method was the best thing she ever did. She's done one-to-one coaching in the past, but she's learned more in the last seven weeks than she did with the one-to-one coach, despite paying a lot more for that. Um, the past few years have been a huge challenge for me, constantly changing my routines, pregnant, then maternity leave for a year. And then I was back to work for all of three weeks before lockdown. Um <clears throat> having to work full-time at home with a one-year-old I've always gone to the gym even spin at 38 weeks pregnant wow <laughs> and back to the gym six weeks after having my son I find it's my escape and my me time I continued to train at home and bought a spin bike and um, but halfway through lockdown I felt a little bit lost no holidays trained for, my family lived five hours away by car, constantly tired, plodding along and just not myself. The EC method, the Facebook group, the podcast, the incredible support, they've all turned this around. I feel I have a focus, a support group, goals, even without a holiday, and I'm so much happier with life and in myself. Um, I cut myself a lot more slack and I'm finding a better balance with food, training, family and work. I know you may hear this a lot, but I am so thankful for both of you and I'm excited to see what the second round as a graduate brings. Oh, it's so funny because like I think we get so caught up in like, I guess, this aesthetic side of what we do that we actually every now and again, you get a message like that. It's like, oh, we actually, actually did something really good. <laughs> and that's really, really nice. Yeah. Thank you so much for sending that. Yeah. And I think anyone that's like looking at people's transformation photos and, and thinking, oh, I've not made that big a change. Like that's what it's all about as well. Like, it's so much mm-hmm. more than just losing x amount of weight and quite frankly a lot of people that start don't have that much weight to lose so you can't expect to see a massive change um i'm just looking at this live question from mandy i don't think i can rejoin as i've just had an operation and can't train for six weeks what do you think what do you think what do you think um i've loved this group and i've learned so much um you don't need to well look a a lot of people you know you could rejoin just for to stay on track with your diet with your nutrition to have that morale to have that focus and to have emma and i coach you through it like that but yeah like we're not going anywhere you know we're hoping to do this for at least a couple more years um you know we're already on the fourth we're signing up the fourth round now and bloody hell it feels like we started last week um yeah so I don't think yeah it's crazy I don't think we're going to go anywhere for a while so you guys are always welcome to come back if you want to try go alone or whatever you're always welcome to come back um also somebody asked today in the Facebook group will the Facebook group stay open in the during the week nine diet break week probably for the first couple days but then we'll close it um but you guys should have everything you need before then so don't panic and obviously we've got me and Emma on Instagram if you need your daily dose yeah um and also if you do want to stay on for like the accountability and they sometimes I mean I would have found post-ops like often a time when you need the most accountability yet you can't obviously do the training but you can stay on track with your diet you can slowly start increasing things sometimes it's about us being like what are you doing trying to get back to the gym like it's it's not time to go back to the gym yet sorry someone's at my door one second just talk Hi guys. 
Does anyone have any questions for me? I can see there are 11 of you viewing. I am open. I'm wearing James's EC method hoodie, which is, you know. Has anyone seen that film Tusk about <laughs> the guy who they turn into a walrus? It's really fun. Sorry, what? <laughs> Tusk. It's a really, it's like a cult film. Everyone has to watch it, and it's like the cast is amazing. It's by um, what's it called? Kevin Will Kevin Williamson, the guy Jay and Silent Bob, Silent Bob, and he's brilliant. And it's this like dark, com bizarre, dark comedy. And this is really funny line in it where he's like, "Since the dawn of time, man has yearned for one thing: to be a walrus." So and then they steal this guy and they turn him into a walrus and they give him like this whole enclosure oh you guys have got to see it <laughs> wait what's it called tusk tusk okay well that's going on the list for <laughs> you've got to watch it it's the funniest thing in the world anyway let's let's go <clears throat> okay let's move on um question does my pt hub app save the workouts you've already assigned or do we have to save them manually you will have to save them because at the end of the eight weeks, they will go from the app. Mm -hmm. And actually, you won't have access to the app unless you're staying on. Yeah. But you would still have to save them. We love you. We hope that you've learned, if you're not coming back, we hope that you've learned so much that you can go alone. But you pay for an eight-week plan and you get an eight-week plan. And if you want to carry on and do more, then you have to re-sign up. So that's just the, the way it is. That's the way of the walrus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay I have been doing home weighted workouts for this round but two weeks ago I rejoined the gym however I live in southwest London and my gym is busy all day long with people in brackets men <laughs> queuing for popular areas like the squat racks cable machines etc I go on my lunch break so I have an hour to get it all done and get home so I've continued doing the home weighted training plan at the gym but I have but I have more equipment and a wider range of weights at my disposal now. Okay, I don't know why you've done the home plan at the gym, because you have the gym plan to do at the gym. Mm -hmm. I often set up the giant set in the designated area of the gym, which makes life easier. It's not so busy. You've said on the podcast before that the home weighted workouts will be suboptimal to the gym plans. Is there anything I can be doing modifying to add an extra challenge given I have access to more than I would at home do the gym plan do the gym plan yeah do the gym plan huh simple um it feels like there are two options going forward fat loss or hypertrophy I two certainly not long term my priorities are now Oh, my priorities for now are fat loss. I think I probably have a reasonable amount of muscle and I'm quite strong. My goals going forward would be one, not regaining the fat and two, keeping the muscle and maybe build it, building a teeny bit more, but not in a six to nine month detailed phase. Um, three, staying injury free and fit and healthy in my body and mind. I'm almost 51. I have some niggles. I've had back surgery similar to Emma. Pushing... Pushing Harris, not always preferable. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, so I think that might meant to be, say, pushing hard is not always preferable. 
Yeah. I guess the third alternative that doesn't get mentioned is maintaining via maintenance calories slash training consistently slash hard. Can you discuss on the pod, please? Great question. Yeah, it is a great question. Um, yeah, of course, maintenance is an option for all of you as well. Um, what that would look like is essentially a continuation to train, um, you know, at, at, at least three to four times a week um, in, the, in a manner that you enjoy, you know, whether it's lifting or spin class or whatever you've been doing, like circuits that you enjoy, uh, a continuation to hit those steps every day. Um, and a very slow, again, this is where uh, I don't, you know, I'll let Emma just, um, say, speak on how she would want you to do this. But for me, a very slow reverse diet back up to maintenance, which would take you a period of weeks um, and then maintenance. And then you just stay there. And that's absolutely fine. You know, if you don't have those real, real physique goals, um, like I know a lot of you do now, which is fantastic. But if you're really happy with doing that, you just do that. Um, Emma, what do you think about maintenance? Yeah, I I think the exact same. I think you, I think people find it easier to have quite a specific goal. So they're like, okay, now I'm done with fat loss. What do I focus on? And maintenance yeah. isn't like, I mean, staying the same isn't often a goal. So it's like, okay, let's change our focus to building a bit of muscle. Or it might be, let's change my focus to building fitness. Or I want to be able to run a 5K. It doesn't have to be, um, building muscle it could be some other performance goal and it doesn't necessarily have to be a goal like if you're motivated to keep going by those three points that you outlined which were like health and fitness and staying injury free and not putting on body fat again if those things motivate you enough then that's absolutely fine quite a lot of people like to then have a, a new focus okay so if I want to move away from the scale and fat loss then what am I going to now focus my energy on and what does progress mean to me and what's my end goal here? That's why we speak a lot about hypertrophy or building muscle or strength or a performance goal. But actually you make a brilliant point that if none of those really interest you, like we, this is the other thing. We still get questions like, should I go to maintenance now? How do I know when to stop dieting? How do I know like when I've built enough muscle? How do I know this, this, this? The goals have to come from you and we support them. There's no point us saying, you've lost fat now, you need to move to hypertrophy. If you're like, yeah. I don't want to really, like, that's not what I want to do. I just want to maintain and I just enjoy going to the gym. I like having the workouts. I like having some structure and I like the accountability, but I don't have a specific um, hypertrophy goal or performance goal. That's absolutely fine. We're not here to, to tell you what goals to have. We will just support you towards whichever goals you have. So I think that's a brilliant point. And I'm sure there's other people in a very similar position where, they're like, I'm not really that interested in building a lot of muscle. And it's quite, as much as we both try and check ourselves on this, it's very easy to push what, like your own goals and other people. Because we're like, yeah. oh yeah, like we love building muscle. Like this is like what we enjoy doing. That's kind of cyclical in our heads a little bit. Like I'm less so like this now, but I used to be very like, now I'm going through a phase of building muscle. Now I'm going to cut. Now I'm going to build muscle again. And like I had very aesthetic goals. But it's, it's easy to forget that not everyone has that and that some people are just like, yeah, do you know what? I do this because it makes me feel really good. And that's enough for me. Like, I don't need a tangible thing at the end. So, yes, absolutely fine. Whatever motivates you, whatever gets you going, whatever your why is, is absolutely fine. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay, next question. I listened to your podcast on hypertrophy. Thanks, ladies. It was amazeballs. As you no doubt are aware from all of my questions, I'm super nervous about coming up the fat loss phase. However, I have prepped myself to start the hypertrophy journey from tomorrow. Just a quick question. I'm upping my calories 10%, but I work, but I work out, but I work out first. Oh, sorry. But I work out first thing, wake up at 5.30 and get it done. I have two kids and I work as well as a volunteer. I always train fasted, but listen to the podcast and wanting to put my all into this. I wonder if it's not ideal. I can't face getting up earlier and evening workouts just tend not to happen due to kids and housework, etc. Any ideas what I can eat <clears throat> when I'm training straight away or is it suboptimal? Maybe I could do two days a week evening workouts and save them for lower body. Sorry for the persistent questioning. That's what we're here for. Don't be sorry. You ladies are queens and the group is super fantabulous. Some great words in there. Do we know who this is? Yeah, it's Becky. <clears throat> Such a superwoman. Just love everything you're I about. I know. Sorry, I've got kids and I work. Oh, and I'm a volunteer. <laughs> I don't think I can manage getting up before 5.30. Um, I don't blame you. You're a slacker, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you sort get up. Your priorities. <laughs> god becky you are you are impressive babe um yeah so look um training in terms of like well first of all just back to the question we had before if you're happy to just go into a period of maintenance that's also not pushing that on you again but if you know if, if you heard that question and thought oh maybe i could do that that's fine um if you're really keen to gain some muscle which obviously emma and i want you all to do um it is suboptimal to lift fasted because you don't have that energy uh, in your body to have to to kill a, a session. However, there is also the option that you have a big di- a big dinner, um, essentially your breakfast before you go to bed. Now, I find I sleep better when I eat, um, you know, an hour before bed. Some people find it disrupts sleep, so everyone's different. So, but maybe try it um and get up in the morning and it's, it's liver glycogen that's depleted when you sleep it's not muscle glycogen so you could probably still get up and have a really really great session if you did that um so that's an option for you um alternatively just like getting up and like just downing a shake of say um you know whey protein and maybe some like blend like blended banana and like uh coconut milk is something i love to do when it's really early and i and i want to train and i'm in a hypertrophy phase down it it'll be fast digesting within like you know 20 minutes well you'll be able to train pretty much immediately to be honest um and that's a re- that's another really good option but uh if you don't like training in the evening neither do i i would just don't even do something that you don't have time to or don't enjoy doing because you put you're not going to really commit to it properly and you're not going to enjoy it so there's no point um and that would be my advice emma what do you think i like it i think that's great advice um, when it comes to like maybe just eating a bigger meal in the evening to make sure that you're fueled when you wake up and just get going. I used to do that when I was rowing at uni. So we would get up and do like quite hard endurance training. So really not something you should be doing fasted. But I would just do it because <clears throat> again, there was no way. I think we used to meet at like 6am and I was like, I'm not getting up even earlier to do this. So I would just have like quite a carby meal the night before. And and my performance was absolutely fine. In fact, I think it was better than a lot of people's because people did try and get up, cram something down, and then you're like, 
feeling a bit sicky yeah. in the morning no it's it doesn't work for me but I would say try all the options that Chloe's just highlighted and you know if you can get shakedown you and you feel okay and it gives you enough energy and that's absolutely fine but if you aren't going to eat before make sure that you do eat straight after so as long as you get that protein shake in or whatever you're having for breakfast straight after your workout then don't worry too much about not having anything before especially if you've had that big meal the night before and I think you'll be absolutely fine I wouldn't bother moving your training to the evening either I don't think that'll make much difference if anything I normally find I know a lot of people are like oh, I can't train hard in the morning I'm just so tired I find that in the evening by the evening I'm like no no oh no way there's no way in hell I don't know how people do it. like James loves night tra- nighttime training I'm like are you kidding if I even after like lunchtime I'm like nope <laughs> nope no winding down for the night now <laughs> Yeah, 2pm. I'm like, where's my wine? (laughs) (laughs) Joke, everybody. Yes, I drink wine. No, I don't drink wine at 2pm. Don't panic. (laughs) Right, this one is not a question. Just wanted to say I've been ill this week and I haven't been able to train. My nutrition has been spot on, but I've remained... Oh, sorry. My nutrition hasn't been spot on, but I have remained within my calories. I haven't lost any weight this week, but I haven't gained, which I'm happy about. I've lost half a stone so far, even though this is coming to the end. I'm definitely going to keep going. You are both amazing. And and then that's the end. So we don't know what happened at, at the end. This has been cut off. Um, but I think that we'll that's get fine. Soon. I th- maybe we should sort of um, cover, because I think... I mean, we're coming into winter now, well, autumn. I just have yeah. a feeling that people are starting to get a bit ill. Like, you know, just flu, cold, like bugs going around. I've heard there's this bug going around. <laughs> I uh, don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called, it sounds like a bit. I'm trying to remember. Is it called? Um, apparently makes you like super sick. Um, yeah, okay, so we'll say? just be yeah, careful with that. Um. I think, yeah, maybe it, like halfway through the next round, or not maybe halfway towards the beginning of the next round, we'll do a we'll do a live on on what to do. Maybe I'll do a file on what to do if, when one gets poorly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. A question about how to proceed successfully, as this is the point in fat loss I tend to undo myself. I am not sure whether I push my fat loss harder and further than I've done in the past. I'm averaging about 1900 calories a day before I attempt hypertrophy. My overall goal is more performance than aesthetic as I would like to do a triathlon. Oh, very cool. Um, I have successfully lost four stone in total over the past six years. I hit my quote unquote goal scale weight two years ago and this is where my undoing happens. I have lost and have gained the same 14 pounds in the last two years. I have hypermobility syndrome, meaning that 14 pounds extra is too much for my joints. Ah, I see. Okay. I always get to the point where I am now about 53 kilograms at five foot three. I've lost three kilograms on the EC method. And then I attempt hypertrophy as my weight loss goal plateaus. Every time I've upped my calories to around 2,400, I just gain visible fat as well as scale weight, and I do not appear to gain much muscle. 
Consequently, I then throw in the towel, stop blogging for a month or so, and then go back to fat loss. I am determined to break this cycle with both your guidances. Um, Brilliant question. How many calories did she say she was on? 1,900 or 1,800? Yeah, so she's dieting on 1,900, and then normally she'll put that up to 2,200 to 2,400. And that's when she starts to put on fat. Yeah, okay. Well, and therein so, so, lies the problem. And therein lies the problem. Yeah. Um, so there's your answer. Your answer's in your question. So if you see really great fat loss on like 1900, first of all, that's brilliant. A lot of people can't say that. So well done. Um, second of all, if you are going up to 2200, 2400 and gaining significant body fat, that's you in a surplus. So you don't need to go up that high. So the first thing I would say is if you want to start to go into hypertrophy, you just go up to 2000 calories and stay there for two, three weeks. And then um, if you if you feel like that's sitting well with you and you're not gaining too, too much body fat and you feel good in it, come up to like 2100. And that to me sounds like that would probably be about your maintenance. Um, and that's it. That's how you then stop gaining that extra uh, 14 pounds that you have. And guys, also, if you're coming out of fat loss, don't be scared to give yourself like a night off, you know, every week, like go out, like don't track, you know, that doesn't mean binge eat, be very clear. It doesn't mean binge eat. It just means relax. Like try and have a good relationship with your body, food, your life. Um, and if you, if you then carry on tr- tracking throughout the week at that like 2100 calories mark, you're fine. Like you're not going to regain it all back. I would say re uh, your hypermobility and um, going into a hypertrophic phase. That's fantastic because um, that will help. Um, added muscle mass will really help you. But you want to make sure that your uh, form is, is bang on point and potentially you say you've done it before. So I'm sure you're fine. If you were new to it, I would suggest potentially hiring a PT for a session just to get just to have that conversation and that one to one visual coaching. Uh, Emma. I think you've covered that really well. Um, I yeah, I think it's just simply you put on you went too high on calories too quickly. So I just do it slowly, add on one to 200 calories every week or every two weeks just to see how things are and then don't be afraid to just like stall at that for a while and then you might want to increase again but you might not want to increase again and that is probably a much better way to do it than just ram on like almost 500 calories and then wonder why you're putting on Mm. body fat but that is a cycle that a lot of people get stuck in they're like okay we spoke about this in the hypertrophy thing you're like I'm dieting really hard. Oh, I'm going to bulk really hard. And then you just never get anywhere because you just get really uncomfortable really quickly. And then you want to diet again. This mm. is why we do things slowly. Slowly. And like, yeah, maybe I can do something in the next round on, this is quite advanced what I'm about to say. So I don't typically tend to do like super advanced stuff for the EC method because I only a handful of you have those kinds of goals. But maybe in the next one, I can do something on like a mini cut just basically if you do find that you've overreached it and you've gained a bit of body fat, how to potentially lose that, get in, get out nice and quick without any metabolic adaptation occurring and then go back into hypertrophy at slightly lower calories. Might be quite useful. So, but I'll save that for round four. Yeah, no, I think a mini, like mini cuts are useful only really if you are committed to a hypertrophy goal, like longer term. So we're talking Mm -hmm. like, okay, for the next like bare, absolute bare minimum, like four months more probably longer i am going to be at maintenance or in a surplus and i'm going to be looking at building um muscle and that's going to be my goal 
if you're in that position, then yes, maybe a mini cut here and there might be useful. But what we don't want to happen is what we were just talking about, where you're just like, oh, I'm going to cut, oh, I'm going to bulk, oh, I'm going to cut, I'm going to bulk. Yeah. So it can't be like massive extremes either way. Mm-mm. Okay, next question. Can't wait for the daily goals tracker. Sounds exactly what I need. You guys are continuously evolving and putting up with the repetitive shit. <laughs> you're truly amazing thanks for starting this oh that wasn't a question but thank you Uh, here's one I've been meaning to ask this for a while and I know I should start this more positively but I hate my bum I've always hated it my upper body changes very little with weight gain and I have a small waist I hold on to all of my weight on my lower body and I've been doing bodyweight exercise but I've also started to go to the gym only a couple of days a week though. Is it okay to focus more on legs? Thank you. Yeah, of course it's okay to focus more on legs. If you're, you know, like Emma and I, Emma just said this, that we can't tell you what your goals are. We can advise you, you know, I'm a big fan as I'm sure Emma is as well. um, And any professional of training your body evenly so that your physique is, you know, even well balanced. Um, However, if you really want to focus on legs, that's fine. All I would say is don't train them every day. Give it like every other day so you've got recovery time. And then if you want, you can do like cardio, like low intensity, steady state cardio for your recovery every other day. Um, But yeah, I'm more than happy for you to do that. Uh, It sounds to me like you're pear-shaped. So like pear-shaped women tend to have really tiny, tiny waists and abs, which I'm so jealous of. Um, And even if they don't diet or train or anything, and then they have bigger uh, bums and legs. It is a look I love. Um, It is something I genetically was not blessed with. Um, But yeah, I think, you know, if you're you're finding that it's your lower body where you're holding more body fat, it's not really about training legs, like in a hypertrophy fashion. That's more about just fat loss. Um, So keep Mm. that in mind. But yeah, I'm happy for you to do that, Emma. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna so I think and I'm just um guessing I guess from this question that it sounds like you think that doing more lower body will lean up your legs more and it's probably not gonna happen like as Chloe's saying like that's gonna be the diet so you're gonna have to lose body fat doing more and more leg workouts actually might almost have the opposite effect where you build more muscle on your legs they look bigger than they already do and you actually become less happy with them so as much as like we're like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, I think it looks great. And if you want to work more, your lower body great. And a lot of women do not just for the look, but because we tend to be stronger lower body. So it's a bit more fun to be able to squat mm-hmm. a lot rather than like struggling to bench the bar or we tend to have slightly weaker upper bodies. I would say almost do the opposite. So you've said, yeah. oh, I don't get much changes in my upper body Well, OK, well, that's a good reason to get stronger in your upper body. So focus on still doing that. Um, and the the fat loss from your lower body is just going to come from diet. And unfortunately, and I think this came up in the group, I'm not sure if it's the same person, but someone was saying, oh, I feel like I look quite skinny up top. Like I don't want to lose any more body fat from up top, but I still have a lot to lose on my lower half. Like, what can I do? And not a lot, to be honest. Like if you still want to lose body fat from your lower half, you're still going to have to be in a calorie deficit, which means we can't really choose where you store, like where, where that fat comes from. And unfortunately, sometimes it does come from your upper body. And there are some quite extreme cases of this like pear shape where women actually do look 
almost like too lean upper body like really prominent collarbones you're like oh god you don't like you shouldn't be dieting anymore like you look a little bit frail like maybe we should build up your upper body but then they have a hell of a lot of body fat stores on their lower body mm-hmm. and like there's not there's not really a lot you can do about that um <clears throat> apart from building some muscle upper body and continuing in a bit of a deficit if you still wanted to lose fat lower mm. but we were going to do a topic on this actually which we should do but maybe we'll do it this week on um like spot reducing body fat and how that's actually you can't really do it and unfortunately where you store your body fat is hugely genetic um and we don't have much influence on that and and if anyone is telling you oh here's your like i don't know lower body plan that's gonna get you like really skinny legs like it's it's absolute horseshit agreed I think like that's exactly what I said it is body fat and this is okay so this is where having a good coach comes in really really handy because we you know there is more than just being in a fat loss phase being in a hypertrophy phase sitting at maintenance um there is such a thing as like balancing out your physique and that would be programming really effectively for you and your body type so Emma's right like that if you feel like you're holding loads of fat on your lower body that's fat loss that you need and she's right especially if you really do have a lot of fat stores there and you start building muscle it is going to look bigger um so you need to really stay in the deficit and stay in fat loss but in an ideal world exactly what emma said as well we need to build up your upper body um and there are ways ways to do that which would include for example um doing upper body training again maybe like every other day um in a hypertrophy fashion and making sure that you get in that like protein and carbs specifically around your workout um really aiming for progressive overload and in terms of lower body maybe not working it so much and on what would be your quote-unquote lower body days doing again low intensity steady state cardio for half an hour to an hour like walking on an incline um and yeah being in a deficit and and there are ways that like that would be kind of a very obvious like surface explanation of how we could do it there are ways to basically balance out your physiques um again tag us if you have this problem and we can help you but yeah it is it is fat loss and emma's right we will do a live on this you can't pick and choose where you lose fat from the way that you can pick and choose where you gain muscle because it's genetic and it is what it is it is what it is unfortunately um we've kind of covered this before but this can be a quick one what are your opinions on warm-up and cool-downs before and after training? I usually stretch after a session, but hardly ever do a warm-up. Am I setting myself up for injury? Yeah, you should flip-flop that, mate. You should do the warm-up and not really care so much about the cool-down. You just go for a little walk. Emma, what do you think? Um, yeah, although I think I feel like it's a little bit... Um, oh, what's the right word? I can't think of the word but anyway I barely ever do a warm-up like I will go in and I will physically get warm Mm -hmm. and I'll maybe do like if I was starting on bench press like I wouldn't obviously just start on my like working sets I would do a couple of easier reps but I don't do like a full 10 minute warm-up routine kind of thing um but I also think that part of that is quite individual like some people need to do that to get in the headspace some people need to do that to like make their joints feel a little bit better and looser. Um, but other people are just kind of like happy to 
kind of crack on and I think it also depends on how dynamic the session you're doing is about to be like you would never mm. just go into Olympic lifting having not warmed up like that would that would be asking for an injury but if you're going into bench press or even like machine press probably don't need that much of a warm-up to do something like that that's quite controlled movement as long as you are physically warm so I always say like get in do 10 minutes walk on the cross train on the treadmill or a little jog or a cross trainer whatever so that you're physically warm and that your heart's pumping um but aside from that I wouldn't spend too long on a warm-up and certainly don't stretch before unless it's dynamic stretching yeah that's a very good point all warm-up stretches should be dynamic that means performed with movement so little bounces just little or like just replicating the exercise you're going to do unweighted I have to warm up before I train I've got I when I, I went cliff diving and I beat her like a complete knobhead don't anybody do that and I hyper extended my whole lower body and I've done some damage that I won't even bother going into but I'm still in physio for it now and this was years ago and when I warm up before I start lifting my whole body just crits and creeps and like it's painful at times and then i and then i'm warm and i'm ready but emma's right it's really subjective james never warms up ever <laughs> yeah although like when you do i mean he must have spent when he was doing rugby like when you do a sport or something you spend bloody ages warming up that's yeah. one thing i don't miss about doing a sport is like i don't know this the session might only be 40 minutes but you're there for like three hours doing a warm-up and a cool down and faffing around and then when I go into the gym and I see someone like on a foam roller and then I walk out and they're still warming up on the foam roller I'm like come on yeah surely you have more things to do with your life that's like but so James now will really just go to the gym to do mobility like that's it like that's all he really does now because his body is so broken from training um but well from rugby I should say not training um but yeah I've seen like uh I've sat I had to sit once I was like I didn't have my keys on me I can't remember what happened I had to sit and watch their training session and the majority of the session was them warming up and I was like this is less fun than I thought it would be (laughs) yeah anyway okay here's a question from Vicky which we actually answered on the hypertrophy podcast but just to highlight here um, she's asking what the difference will be in the workouts or will there be a difference in the workouts um, for hypertrophy versus fat loss goals? And we just kind of explained that. No, because no. what builds muscle will also maintain muscle. And although you might be able to fuel those workouts better, lift a little bit heavier, that's what we would want you to go for for hypertrophy. But the actual workouts, it's the same. Like it's the same stimulus that you need on those muscles read the file vicky that i just i uploaded for the grad chat today it's on the facebook group if anyone else wants to read it um but read we also the file covered that it. exact question didn't we yeah on the, on the okay hold on just going through to see oh yeah and i and i recorded it and put it on my instagram as well because i thought it was a very important point that applies to many um okay this one's from ollie he wants to move into a hypertrophy phase 
um, and that we've suggested kind of reducing cardio, but he doesn't want to do this. If he eats enough, will it make any difference? Um, yeah, it just means that you need to eat more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would love for you to reduce cardio, but I'm, I presume he's talking about tennis, isn't he? Um, in which case, that's fine. Uh just yeah make sure that you're really fueled uh, and recovering from your sessions properly yeah i would say uh, i mean exercise is a spectrum right so if you've got one side resistance training to build muscle and that's like the sole goal of that and then on, on the extreme other side you've got cardio which is going to build fitness if you want to be very good at cardio it there's very there's quite opposing adaptations there so if you wanted to be the most muscular person in the world, we would say reduce the amount of cardio you're doing. If you're still enjoying tennis, but you want to put on a little bit of muscle within a like quote unquote, like normal ish range of physique, i.e. you're not entering bodybuilding competitions, then fine. Absolutely fine. Just make sure, like you said, you are eating enough and you are fueling your workouts and recovery. And or try and really separate the two. I mean, if you can do them on separate days, amazing. If not, Make sure that you do well. If really whatever your priority is should should come first. I personally would say lift first and then do your your cardio, your tennis stuff. Um, if you really want to effectively build muscle, but the, but either way, something's got to give. You're not going to have as much energy to give to, to one of the two, which is why ideally doing it on separate days would be preferable. Agreed. Um, someone's asking if the tracker will be available as a one-off cost if you're not joining up unfortunately not it's going to be like very integral to the program so you'll have to sign up if you want to use the tracker which and we worked out any two pounds 47 or something a day to join the ec method oh it's nothing it's what you would do yeah so you you get a coffee coffee on the way to work yeah yeah um how much do oh how much difference does the weight oh no wait we've already answered that question hey we've done all the questions have we? Surely not. Have we? Yeah. Oh my god, guys. Um, wow. Okay. I guess that's it for today. Well, okay. Um, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Uh, we'll be back on. I mean, literally, I'm self isolating. I'm doing absolutely fuck all all day, every day. Yesterday was savage. <laughs> Yesterday, I was like so upset. I was like really having a bad Aww. time of it. Today, I'm fine. <laughs> Oh well, we can do. We only need to do lives this week so that we can get newbies joining up as well. Yeah, maybe we should do another uh, live tomorrow. Um, Emma, hit me up on WhatsApp, and we'll go from there. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>